Hey, Stephen. Hey, James. Curious. Do you have a question of the day for me? Sure. So this is one that I've answered on Quora, but I'll ask it to you. Okay. What can you teach me now in the next 10 minutes that will be useful for the rest of my life? What can I teach you or someone now in the next... No, no, make it me. I want to learn something that will help me for the rest of my life. Wow. What can I teach you now in the next... Here's the problem. I don't think I know a lot that you don't already know. You know a lot, but I, wait a minute. No, I'm going to no, give you I bet something. that's not true. Oh, what's okay? You know I love to write. What's a, give me a writing tip right now that will be useful to me for the rest oh, of my I have life? A, I have so many writing tips. You're not going to want any of them. There's one that I've plagiarized from you for me, which you uh, took from somebody else hmm. also. But I always Tell, use it that? now, what's and that? I take complete credit for it. Tell me. Uh, after you write something, read it out loud. Oh, yeah, that's a, before that, you publish that's it. That's a have to, and that's a basic. Yeah, I'm sure I didn't invent that, but uh, you, you no, know, and it came from On Writing Well by William. Oh, Zinzer, uh, Zinzer. it's a great book. I, I like that one. I like. I also like On Writing by Stephen King. You know, I wrote about Stephen King in connection with that book. I wrote a piece about him that was pegged to that book coming out, and that was a weird book because half of it was like a, a sort of memoir of him getting run over by a minivan and almost dying. Remember, he was walking down yeah. the road, this rural road in Maine, and he he reads when he walks, like everywhere. So if Stephen King is in New York City, he's walking down the sidewalk reading a book. When he's on taking this walk in Maine, walking down the road, he was reading a book, and this guy came up the road going too fast. And I think the guy was on pills, like bad pills, too many of them. But yeah, like so half that book was kind of about writing and why he wrote, and then the other half was kind of exercising the trauma of that accident. Although the trauma of that accident was really interesting to me from a writing perspective. Tell me. Because he was in bed for a certain amount of time. I think only two weeks, actually. He was like knocked out in bed for two weeks. And then when he first sat down to write again, he literally said he couldn't put words together in his head at that point. Yeah. It's almost like when you're in bed for a bike accident and you can't walk. If you're in bed for two weeks, your leg muscles atrophy so fast, you'll need physical therapy to walk again. And for him, he demonstrates that even such a popular and great writer like Stephen King, oh, yeah. you know, whether or not you like him or not, he's one of the most popular writers in history, but just two weeks off from writing and he could not write. Without, qu- I mean, honestly, this is, I don't know if I made this up, but this is something I always say, which is that writing is a muscle. Absolutely. I mean, obviously not literally, but the way it works is absolutely you can atrophy, but similarly you can build up strength, but you can also develop it in a lot of ways. So like, you know, there, I went, I got an MFA in writing, which is like the ultimate ridiculous place where mostly people just talk about writing rather than actually write. So in that way, it was kind of absurd. And the biggest topic was always about writing talent. Like, can it be taught? And to my mind, it's one of these kind of ridiculous, kind of great questions away any kind of talent, athletic talent, be a good surgeon, be a good pianist, whatever. Of course, there's different levels of natural talent, but oh my gosh, I mean, especially from the scientific research of the past 15 years by guys like Anders Ericsson, we know that it's the people who do deliberate practice in a way that really develops a muscle. Those are the ones that get really good. And so writing, of course, there are people who have a greater facility for it and natural talent and ear and all those things and understanding of phrasing and pacing and language and all that, but there's so much. So I agree with you. I thought it was kind of cool to know that Stephen King, 
even, I say even because he's right. prolific, not because I, I think he's such a great writer, um, would atrophy in such a relatively short time. He also, I also like, do you remember, he wrote about the reason why he writes. Do you remember what that was? Or maybe it was just what, what he told me when I wrote the article. I don't but remember. I think he's talked about this a good bit. He basically writes to keep from going mad. That basically he just feels that writing is a way for him to pour out every kind of toxin that the body and mind can generate. And that's what's kept him essentially sane and healthy for a lot of years. Well, and it's interesting too because so many people kind of, because they're not exercising that writing muscle, they get stuck in their first novel or their first book or whatever. But Stephen King, I mean, he just had a book come out. uh, An hour ago. Yeah, like literally he has books come out every six months or so. I'm not entirely sure where this conversation is going, but stick around for this short break, and we will find out when we come back. In celebration of the format of our new show, FreshBooks, our sponsor, has created their very own question of the day. The question is particularly relevant to those who run their own businesses and bill for their time and expertise. So all you entrepreneurs and small business owners, listen up. What's the first thing that you feel when I say words like invoicing, expense reporting, and time tracking. Stressed, anxious, annoyed, maybe even a little queasy. Fear not. All this means is that you need some FreshBooks in your life. FreshBooks is the amazing invoicing software that helps small business owners spend way less time on paperwork, stay effortlessly organized, and is super intuitive to use. You'll be creating and sending invoices in minutes, watching expenses practically organize themselves, and probably wondering why you didn't start sooner. Try FreshBooks free for 30 days. Just go to freshbooks.com question and enter our show name, Question of the Day, in the How Did You Hear About Us section while signing up. People sometimes ask me, how many words a day do you write? And I always think a better question is, how many words a day do I cut? Because I think that sort of, the words I myself count, am I cutting 30% of a piece? Like, that's sort of my goal per All right, but piece. let me ask you this. Let's say you're writing a book mm-hmm. today, and let's say you have the whole day devoted to writing. How many words do you produce by the end of the day? A book is different than a shorter piece. But on a book, I can write up to 40 or 50 pages a day. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll oh, also maybe I so I'll, I'll also maybe cut twenty or thirty pages. Uh, you in know a what? Day. All right. What's that? A really good day for me would be about seven hundred fifty words, which would be three typed double space pages, which don't exist anymore. Seven hundred fifty well, words. Okay, if I'm writing a short piece, no, seven, I'm talking about a book. Yeah, no, a book because uh, a book I usually outline. So more. you write like in the first eight minutes, what it takes me all day to write. I just have really good coffee. That's uh, <laughs> That keeps me going. So you do care about writing a lot. Yes. You've, you've written a lot more books than I have. I've written 13 books. So here's one of my favorite things about that I learned about writing. And this is something I did learn in graduate school for studying writing, so I can't, I can't dismiss it all. Uh, one of my favorite short story writers, or really writers, is Anton Chekhov. And I loved him for a lot of reasons. I liked his mind. He was a doctor. I, I think they're, you know, of all the people who are non-writers who write books, I think doctors are probably the best. Lawyers are the worst. Ethan Cannon, have you read? Uh, yeah, Ethan Cannon, yeah, I love very him. Good. Um, and there are a lot of guys who write non I mean, these guys, you know, um, Jerry, Atul Gawande. Jerry Groupman and Atul Gawande, both of whom write for The New Yorker and are both, do- I mean, they're doing surgery all 
all the time and writing really good books. Now, so and I don't think it's a coincidence. There have been a lot of good doctor writers in history because I think the way that a doctor has to look at the world or a patient or a pathology is similar to the way a writer does. And so I don't think it's really a coincidence. Chekhov, one of many, many things that he did that I – I mean, his story – he has short stories that are like a page and a half and they're these unbelievably powerful miniatures of – politics or social or human um, drama. And the thing that I learned from him that I try to do whenever possible is, and this is really good, especially I think for beginning writers, most people don't know how to think about where to start. And so the obvious place becomes, well, I'll start at the beginning, even if it's nonfiction, but particularly if it's fiction. And what Chekhov did is he looked at the whole story, and again, this would work for fiction or nonfiction, and envisioned a whole arc from the beginning, through the middle, all the drama, the denouement, blah, 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 all the way to the end. And one of his most important decisions was, where in that arc do I want to cut in and start it? In other words, you don't start at the beginning, you don't start it at the end, but there's got to be some moment at that arc where if I, if I cut into the arc there and make that my beginning, and then I'm going to be free to go back and forward and leave mysteries dangling. Because if I come in the middle of the arc... There are all these things that have happened that the writer knows, but the reader's trying to figure out. And that, to me, is what makes great writing great, is starting it, starting it in the right place. And there's always a little bit, and this is more from the Talmud than from Anton Chekhov, there's always a little bit of the ending in the beginning, and there's always a little bit of the beginning in the ending. And mm. to me, those are a couple marks of what turn out to be great writing. Those are, those are really beautiful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely follow those. Let me know how it goes. Coming up, we'll tell you a little bit about our next question of the day after this. If you make your living by billing for your time and expertise, then you've got to try FreshBooks. FreshBooks will make creating and sending invoices, organizing your expenses, and tracking your billable hours the easiest part of your workday. Go to freshbooks.com question for your free 30-day trial. Here is what James and I will be talking about next time on Question of the Day. I used to actually write my phone number down. This is more creepy. On the $2? On the $2 bills if I had a really pretty waitress. That is Nobody creepy. ever called me. Okay. Question of the Day is produced and mixed by David Herman with Allison Hockenberry and Greta Cohn. 